There was a time when you were so young and walked in that way. They made you feel they loved you all seeing the same. Scarecrow make us run, 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 run. 
missing his jet's black Mac, which he won't get back, stole it from a snowman. As I did walk by Hampstead Fair, I came upon Mother Goose, so I turned her loose, but she was screaming. Let me bring you songs from the woods To make you feel much better than you could know Better than you could Dust know Dust you down from tip to toe Dust you down from tip to toe Show you how the garden grows Show you how the garden Hold grows Hold you steady as you go Hold steady as you Join go. the chorus if you can It'll make of you an honest man Let me bring you love from the fields Poppies, red and roses filled with summer rain To heal the wound and still the pain The threatens again and again As we drag down every lover's lane Lifelong celebrations here I'll post you all in any sheet Let me bring you all things refined Galley hides and some served in chilling ale Greetings well met
We're going to be moving along with Jethro Tull. That last piece was from Songs from the Wood, 1976. We're going to go back to 1971 to the classic monumental Aqualung. This is from the second side, Mother Goose. You are listening to MutinyRadio.fm. Thank you. 
When you've fallen awake And you take stock of the new day And you hear your voice croak As you choke on what you need to say Well don't you fret, don't you fear I will give you good cheer Life's a long song Life's a long song Life's a long song If you wait then you play it I will feel As the verses unfold And your soul suffers the long day And the twelve o'clock bloom spins the room You struggle on your way Well, don't you sigh, don't you cry Lick dust from your eye Life's a long song Life's a long song Life's a long song Sweet light of dawn As the Baker Street train Spills your pain All over your new dress And the symphony sounds On the ground But you wanted you to rest Well don't you squeal as the Set the sunset, my hand in her hair. We are our own saviors as we start. Well 
universe, man. Yes. Of toast as the butter runs, then she comes spilling crumbs on the bed, and I shake my head. And later I'm out where the laser worms shouting for more. I giving himself completely. Through quiet lands, felt the first breath of 
Search for the last pigeon Slate gray I've been told Stumbled on a daffodil Which she crushed In the rush Heard it sound At once felt remorse and were touched by the loss of our own. Held its poor broken head in her hands, dropped some tears in the snow. And it's only the taking that makes you. Those who choose to stay will live just one more day. 
To do the things they should have done And as you cross the wilderness And spending in your emptiness You really have to pray Looking for a sign That the universal mind Has written you into the passion play Across the circle line When the asphalt reads behind You're a rabbit on the run And the silver splendors fly In the corner of your eye Shining in the setting sun Well, do you ever get the feeling That the story's too damn real And in the present tense Sitting in the audience Skating away Skating away Skating away On the thin eyes of the new day
That was the third hurrah from 1974's War Child album. We're still deep into two hours of Jethro Tull. The classic years, 1970 to 1976. Perhaps a little longer. We're going to move into his truly truly romantic balladeer folk prog territory. This was Minstrel in the Gallery. This is Old Wind to Valhalla. One's called Old Wind to Valhalla. Here, 
Street Brew 
In the midnight echo hall The shop that sells cheap radios And there's a cheap No bed, no bread, no butter On a double yellow line Where she can park any time Oh, the Lady Grey Crash Barry Walton Simone Sons Mother Baker Street Casualty Oh, Mr. Policeman Lucia Valley Master Move the old lady on Strange part the dust Romeo to her Juliet Her sleeping drops His poise and regrets No drunken bombs allowed To sleep here in the crowded emptiness No officer Let me send her to a cheap hotel I'll pay the bill and make her well Like hell you bloody will no do good overkill We must teach them to be still And if you think I'm you, 
Joker's the one, the lying Joker in the public bar. And it seems that nobody lives in his. And I'm a one-band man And I want no time to wait If you are a, a hundred grand There was a little boy stood on a burning log his hands with glee He said, oh, Mother England Did you like my smile? But did you like the spire on me? One day I'll be a minstrel in the gallery And paint you a picture of the queen Sometimes I sing to a cynical degree It's just the nonsense that it seems So I drift down to the Baker Street Valley In my steep-sided unreality And when all said and the Baker Street News. From the station stage, circumcised with corporate head. We bust stop click shop window. Shady gentlemen fly back and forth in the underpass. The blind man's dance With cold flute hands Symphony match selling Breath out of time You can call me On another line Didn't make it With a big street
That was Summer Day Sands from Minstrel in the Gallery. We have been listening to two hours of Jethro Tull from their peak years of 1970 to 1976. The peak years of Prague Rock, as a matter of fact. It's funny how they overlap. My name is Perkins Warbeck the 23rd. 
last of the line of the Plantagenet dynasty, and the next holder of the English throne, Inshallah. I'm going to be passing this over to Carly at 8 o'clock, and she will be having a wonderful extravaganza with all sorts of zany and wackiness for your listening pleasure. You have been listening to The Gates of Delirium, two hours of the best of progressive rock and roll from the Western Hemisphere. Here at MutinyRadio.fm, we are very thankful for your continued support. Mutiny Radio is the beating heart of the Mission District in all ways, politically, economically, culturally, aesthetically, and just in terms of sheer badassery. Mutiny Radio. Love it and donate. Thank you very much.
If it sounds country, man, that's what it is. It's a country song. Yeah, okay. Where one, two, three, four. Busted flat in Baton Rouge Heading for the trains Feeling nearly faded as my jeans Bobby thumbed a diesel down Just before it rained Took us all away to New Orleans I took my harpoon out of my dirty red bandana and was blowing sad while Bobby sang the blues. With them windshield wipers slapping time and Bobby clapping hands, we finally sang a the song that driver knew. Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. Nothing ain't worth nothing, but it's free. Feeling good was easy, Lord, when Bobby sang the blues. Feeling good was good enough for me. Good enough for me and Bobby. We're going to test this. We'll turn. Figure out which one push up and test. Which one is that? Okay. So now you know, this is four. There will be this. Test, 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 test. Three.
Sometimes I live in the country And it's sometimes I live in the town And it's sometimes I take a full notion To jump in the river and drown And it's play then, Willie, poor boy And it's why don't you play For the one that I love so dearly Has gone square back Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a Hi, this is Carl. I wrote this song. I I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh, duh. Let's watch a
W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Thank you for having me back. Very happy hey. to do this film. Thank you for watching this film, researching this film, writing the theme song that I just sang. Who's the whole McGillicuddy. Whose head keeps popping in over there? Oh! Proudly resents here oh, in person. Yeah, that's my brother. I, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm being rude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I totally Ooh. forgot. Anyway, welcome to the show. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T is our acronym. We are streaming right now on mutinyradio.fm as we do every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can make a day of it. You can listen to Luke uh, Sayer with what's really happening at noon. What is really, really happening. What What is really. You know, what's really happening, that's short for what is really happening. Uh-huh. And that's the show before us, so you can make an afternoon of it. You can listen to our podcast. You notice the acronym we've been spouting as L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's just search for that in your little podcast doohickey. And you can find us. Also, there's a YouTube channel that uh, Carl... Carl, yeah, thank you for being here. You also curate our uh, YouTube channel where you sync our movies with our podcasts, and you can the subscribe to that. Got, the last one got blocked. So embarrassing. Are you okay? Can we talk about that? Can we take a time out? Anyway, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk over a movie. Uh, it's two it is, hours. It's no, thank God this movie is not two hours. <laughs> Carl, what is this Godforsaken movie? Well, uh, God did not forsake... Well, it went straight to... Yeah, yeah, straight to video. So, yeah. It is called... <clears throat> Running Out of Luck, 1985. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. Running Out of Luck, 1985. The channel we like is Marcelo Bowie. Marcelo Bowie. Now, Ooh. if you're having trouble, do Running Out of Luck, parentheses, rare Mick Jagger film directed by Julian Temple. Close parentheses. <laughs> Just well, start no. typing that. Rare. Don't, don't type that. You want to know why? No, because that's all we have about this movie. It's it's a rare movie. Sorry, Mick Jagger, and it's directed by famed director Julian Temple. And it's perfect rest... for your show. I mean, it's another one about a rock star, you know. And we've yeah. seen this guy in the movies before. Uh, I can't wait to watch this movie. This is what I like. These are the movies I like. Is when someone of another medium says, "I'm going to make a movie." So suddenly we have rock stars, and we let's think go. We have seen Mick Jagger in performance. We know he can act. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah I can. Or, or yeah. Or at least show up on screen and be a be a presence, you know. Oh, I think you're right. What other movie we saw? Uh, Tougher Foreman. than Mother, the Run DMC movie. We've seen oh, uh, the Pet Shop Boys movie that we mentioned before. It can happen here or whatever it's called. Uh, we love them, you know. So Elvis. Here, Elvis, yes, that's right. We saw a good Elvis movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't forget what it's there's, called. There's others. There's others. So here's another one. Today we're going to be watching. None other than Mick Jagger in 1985, wow. running out of luck. So go ahead, as Carl said, running out of luck. If you want uh, 1985, you can type in rare Mick Jagger and you can find it. And the, the channel that we are hosting in the movie again is Marcelo Bowie. Marcelo Bowie. Okay, now this is a lot for you to deal with. So we want you to find that link, click it, hit pause, move the timer to zero, zero, zero. And when we say go, hit the play button. Now we're not going to say go. And we're going to actually give you a couple minutes because I'm really excited. Carl has spoken to a celebrity comedian and picked his, picked his or her, they, their brains 
and had them afterwards do the countdown. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Chip Ambrosio. Welcome, Chip. Thank you, Carl. Thank you. Great to be here. Now, Chip, you are a celebrity comedian. This is why you're on the Celebrity Comedian Countdown. Why don't you tell us some of those big acts that you've been working with and writing for? Well, uh, I've written for a lot of uh, comics over the years. Some of them you can say, some of them you can't say. But uh, one of the best experiences has been like writing for the Friars Club roast. I wrote for the Matt Lauer roast, which after things happened with Matt, everybody <laughs> apparently was there. Um, <laughs> and uh, most of them were, but um, and I ghost wrote for the Jerry Lewis roast and the Boomer Esiason roast, which was which was cool. It's a great event because uh, um, you're actually right there with, you know, people that you saw growing up yeah. like, when you were a kid on TV, some of the older comics. Um, and then you just watch people. And this one's usually not televised. It's um, in the Hilton um, early in the day. And sometimes it gets down and dirty. So it's just a you have to be there event. Yeah, and you've been writing for that for a long time now, right? We're really going well, back. Well, I, I wrote for three of them. Um, you know, uh -huh. I haven't written for one recently. I mean, uh, I think the Friars uh, took a little break for a while. I think they're, oh, I think they're back. I don't know. But, um, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just a, you know, it's like the Friars is showbiz history, so it was nice to be included. Now, other than performing comedy, writing for comics, you are also well-known in circles as a teacher of comedy with comedy classes, dare I say a professor, you're- Well, I, I, mean, I wouldn't say professor because then I'd have to show you my college transcript. That's, yeah, but, um, accredited. Yeah, yeah. but, um, you know, I started well, the class a, about- You do a class in Suffern, New York, if people are in that area at Rhino. You do one in Springfield, New Jersey at Scotty's Pub and Comedy Cove, if people are in that area. How long have you been doing it, and how can people find out about it to sign up? Well, uh, started at Scotty's about eight years ago with another comic, Johnny Watson. And, um, you know, we started together. Um, Johnny got very busy, and so now I've been teaching it, you know, so it's been eight years. Um, and I've been teaching it, I think, by myself for about six, but altogether, we've probably taught 500 or more students, and yeah. some of them are out there, you know, working as comics, and, you know, it's kind of cool when I see some of my old alumni out there working, and uh, sometimes even opening up for me, which is, like, a really great experience, and a lot of people take the class not just to become comics, you know, they want to, you know, build their self-confidence, their presentation skills, or it's a bucket list thing that they want to cross off. Mm -hmm. I recently started teaching at Rhino Comedy up in Suffern. And so we got our first class out of the way, which was fantastic. Um, and uh, we're on our second one now, and it's a great room. And what's nice about the two locations is um, usually the people that come to Scotty's, which is has been more established now, um, they're in that area. And the people that come from Bergen County usually go to Rhino. So I think we got both sides of Jersey covered right now, yeah, Carl. You definitely do. And absolutely, people that you've trained are out there. The Roro Antonuccios, the Tom Mongellis. I mean, they moved on to become uh, successful comedians, you know. Now, not only are you a performer, a writer, 
and a teacher, I dare say professor, but you are also a comedy booker. You're booking Tommy Fox, you're booking people like Gilbert Gottfried and Uncle Floyd, but you've also got this huge show that I love. It's the Comedy Corner. That's at the Township Theater in Washington Township. Tell me about it. It's a huge theater. Yeah, well, one of uh, my partner in the room, uh, Jack Hoffman, great guy, uh, hashtag J. Irwin Productions. Um, someone had reached out to him. He came to me. It's a 225 to 250 seat movie theater. Uh, mm. So we started our first show January 22nd. And, you know, we had about 165 people come out, which was awesome. Yeah. A lot of my former alumni and people along the way. And our first headliner was Maureen Langan. Um, we've had like Sandy Ellers, uh, Gerald Benford. I just did the last show coming up on uh, the 23rd, which I think this comes out after that show will be Andy Pitts, who was on Letterman. We have the great Chris Monty, who's been on HBO. Yeah, May 21 uh, is Chris Monty coming up at yeah, the uh, yeah. Comedy Corner. Right, that's a great, you can found, and, and we got a really special event in June, which is LGBT month. We have Julia Scotty from America's Got Talent. Um, and she has, um, she'll be coming to do some stand-up and she'll also be, um, they'll be screening her documentary, which is Julia Scotty, Funny That Way. And then after the film, um, we'll have a Q&A with Julia, Bill Ervolino from the, po from the, from the uh, record, and the oh. director, Susan Sandler. So it'll be a really great event. And, um, you know, it's just nice to um, have something that, you know, it is inclusive, especially at a time, you know, in June when we're celebrating that. So. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's coming up June 25 is what I have written here. And it's yep. neat that you'll also see the movie. You know, it, it won't just be a stand-up show and it'll be all based around her uh, with right. the Q&A and everything. And that's great. Now, Chip, we, we, we've uh, talked about you being a teacher and these shows. So how can people find you out there on the internet, on social media? How do people find out uh, where you are performing and, and all of these other uh, creative ventures you've got going? Sure, well, you can visit my website, chipambrosio.com um, and find me on Facebook. Uh, for our shows at the Comedy Corner, you can check out hashtag J Irwin Productions or you can go to Brown Paper Tickets and search Comedy Corner. Okay, uh, so and all, all, all the shows will come up. You buy your ticket. I just want to make sure that people can get to you. Uh, so, because we move pretty quick here. So it's Chip Ambrosio, A M B R O G I O, A M B R O G I O, right? That is correct, Carl. That's correct. Most people are S I O, I M G I O. So, and <laughs> brown paper tickets, very, very easy to find. And if you're interested in the classes, um, you can uh, visit Scotty's website. Um, Scotty's, uh, I, I believe it's Comedy Cove. Well, uh, yeah, it redirects. It's like scottysteakhouse.com. But if you go to uh, the comedycove.com, it redirects. Right. Or, com or, or and for the classes and suffering, rhinocomedy.com. Um, and my schedule is up for my stand-up performances on my site. So uh, that's the best way to get in touch with me, Carl. Okay, now, Chip, everyone at home, 
is poised to watch this movie, a Mick Jagger movie with us. They're all going to press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So Chip Ambrosio, why don't you go ahead and give us that celebrity comedian countdown? All right, Carl, here we go, studio audience. Are we ready? Three, two, one, play. That was a terrific Celebrity Comedian Countdown. Thank, uh, you. thank you so much. Thank I really you. enjoyed it when I have a chance to listen to it. Well, that, that's one for the books, as you that's just heard the, in the check future that out. when you hear that. Is that Korean? But you know, it's hieroglyphic. Oh, it's hieroglyphics. Okay, God, I thought I was being interviewed. <laughs> CBS, Sony. So uh, Sony straight bought Steve Columbia Records. Yeah, straight. So is this like, so it's not Sony the movie house. It's Sony the record owning house. Yeah, that and, sounds right. Because yeah. it was Sony that he was released on. See, this is a movie for the, he's got, um, do, 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 do. he's the boss. The solo album. Yeah, you know the answer is you just like. She's the boss. Some people say it's Danza, but I say it's like. She's the boss. Co-starring Alyssa Milano. Rio. 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 Guess who got a free vacation to Rio? All the actors and the set and the crew. They got a free. We're talking Mick Jagger, Jerry Hole, Ray Don Chong, and, J- and Dennis Hopper. Got a right. free Ray, Rio. Don Ray Don Chong. She's the only one who attempts to act in this movie. I feel so bad for her. <laughs> What's my role? You're in love with Mick Jagger. And go. Uh, hey, Mick. It's there at Rio de Janeiro. All right, maybe we had enough of the song. Oh, I, I know the song. It's in my blood. So um, this is. So you're saying Mick Jagger had a solo album, and yeah. instead of coming out with a music video directed by Julian Temple, they said, "Screw it, let's take CBS Sony's money and make a full length movie." I I don't know that the son of it was exactly as you described, but yes. So you're uh, gonna say no to Mick Jagger? It's a solo album, right? So it's gonna be. Uh, bunch of music videos but there is a story and i okay. don't know it's all right but oh i know this story so there was a fighter right and uh uh-huh. there yeah. was a his name was uh ulysses right he and was undiscovered. He, yeah <laughs> and uh, he was trying to get home from the after the war ended oh i can't wait for this story then he got sidetracked and distracted now there's oh speaking Hall. of it's yeah uh, yeah and there are tits are in this movie. That's the only tits we're seeing in the movie, right? The bare Wait, No, I counted the tits in this movie. There are 37 tits in this really? movie. Really? So I get to look forward to 35 more tits? <laughs> yes. Because I so far have seen two. No, Jerry Hall is complaining. You promised you promised me sunshine. And and Mick Jagger's like, you're so bleat and spoiled. I don't know what your husband's storing you. Now he's the husband, right? He married, or they were they just celebrity dating? They were married in India, and then like, Ooh. yeah, so they were married throughout the nineties. But <clears throat> then, when it was time for them to get divorced, instead they had an annulment. They had it declared that it wasn't legal. And I said India, but it's Indonesia. I'm sorry, but it so wasn't. They, yeah, they were never married. 
it wasn't stamped. Whoever did it in Indonesia forgot to stamp it. And then <laughs> that's right. Now for me, it's always been Bianca Jagger, right? Who's Bianca Jagger? Bianca Jagger is the woman he was actually married to, uh, legally. So here it is. Um, Bianca, okay, that was from 71 through 78. He was married to Bianca Jagger. So that's a young Rolling Stones Mick Jagger. A, a Studio Hall 54 was... <clears throat> attending Bianca Jagger. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jerry Hall was 1977 to 1999. Okay, so that was the wife. Four children with her. He has eight children by a bunch of different women, Mick Jaggers. So we, well, I see two. We're talking about two women, right? So you're saying he had children outside of Bianca and outside of Jerry Hall. Yeah, and that's like why that- he broke up. Jerry Hall divorced him when she, he cheated and got someone pregnant. Gotcha. And is it outside? Is that proper way to say it? <laughs> like outside of Jerry Hall? Uh, <laughs> So one thing that's really weird about this movie is that this is Mick Jagger playing himself. So it's a rock star showing you as a rock star. Julian Temple is a big name movie music video director. Yeah, exactly. Is Dennis Hopper supposed to be him? Uh, no, Dennis Hopper's just supposed to be the director. He's directing the video for Mick's solo record. And he gets angry, right? He's like, yeah, this is supposed to be the set of New York. What are you doing with your Brazilian air? Exactly right. That is, I think you've seen this because that's exactly what happens. Of course <laughs> I have seen this New York Street. Of course I have seen this. They released this as a video, right? So it says CBS Sony on the corner. You can see the video yeah. box. Yeah, yeah. And then someone who's a super big fan. Who's a super big fan of fucking Mick Jagger, right? Everybody, what do you mean? Well, no, I, all right, so it's the 80s, yeah, Rolling Stones, yeah, a bit of a lull, uh, and then solo album. Oh, right, he do uh, Dancing in the Street with Mick Jagger for Live Aid in 85 <laughs> in, in history. Yeah. Uh, maybe I, I think it's around this time when he went solo, he also did that horrible. No, uh, I liked it, I thought it was a good song, and I liked the one he did with Bette Midler. Oh, I like the one he's Beast of Burden, wasn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember the video for that. So we're watching the first of, of many music videos in this feature. Yeah, film. this is a horrible song. It's called Half a Loaf, which I don't understand I don't, what that he, means. He was sitting on the toilet. <laughs> oh, my mind went there, too. That's yes, why I don't I, like it. Half a loaf. Screw <laughs> you, Mick. Come on. Lots of other lyrics in that song. You gotta, gotta be- got half a loaf, got a pinch of loaf. Well, it was either that or Davy had dropping the kids off at the pool. I like to loaf around on Sundays, but since I got kids, I can never fully loaf. Yeah, half a loaf. <laughs> Gotta drop the kids off at the pool. Then I'll have half a loaf until I gotta pick her up from tapping ballet. I do like this video because it's a music video, but it's also behind the scenes at the same time. So it's yes. like the Muppet Show where they're, they're showing you the backstage as part of the show. That's really right. So we got we got Dennis Hopper in between like licks saying, oh, keep acting, Mick. <laughs> I don't like him in this movie, and I rarely like him. Now, we saw him in King yes. of the Mountain on our podcast. Right, where he was drunk driving down Mulholland Drive. Terrible. He was terrible. We saw him in My Science Project, which looks like close to a performance, right? He yeah, gave it his, his all. Offer. 
Well, he had a second coming with Blue Velvet, which I guess was 87. So this must have been before he actually became bankable again. And yeah. he's always been a, a a mainstay of like 54, uh, Andy Warhol. Like he's a, he's a f- professional photographer. So like yeah. he had, you know, he definitely had his like lost era, lost years, Dennis Hopper. And I think this is one of those years. Yeah. <clears throat> He was, we saw him also in O.C. and Stakes, and we're going way That's back right. to the beginning. Between way at the beginning. That was also he, 85. Yeah, so it was before Blue Velvet kind of got him back into the mainstay. That's like he, right. He was the villain in Speed, so he went from this to the fucking villain in Speed in like, you know, yeah. 12 years. But but <clears throat> the thing is, in, in Speed, he gave a shit and gave a great performance, yeah. did a good job, didn't say crazy things, wasn't angry all the time, and didn't drink on set. He was, he was an actual director, right? So he, you yeah. know, Easy Rider, I guess. Uh, was he direct then? I always forget. Yeah. Yeah. So he loved it. Then he did a movie called The Last Picture Show. I hope I'm not wrong about that. Maybe I shouldn't so boldly say that, but we have Google. Is, yeah, we have Google. But the, the but he made a second movie I've never seen. It's not on YouTube. If it is, we'll do it next week. Uh, about a director who goes down to South America and like corrupts a town. And that movie was like he went down to South America, fucking was a terror, and none of it was usable. Apparently, I read about it, Carl. I've never <laughs> seen this movie. But yeah, I've seen colors. You ever see colors? Colors. 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 Remember they I see some colors. Uh it was about like Cops uh, in LA. Yeah, cops in LA, right. What the ice uh Robert Duvall. Yeah, that's a decent movie. He also directed uh this wacky like uh film noirish like uh road movie where like a convict escapes. I think there he is Don behind Johnson. the camera as we talk. Yeah. You guys are talking about me, the director, Dennis Hopper. Yeah, director! Nick, more emotion! Roll up! <laughs> Mick, emote! You're too now, subtle, Mick. What's going to happen here is basically Jerry Hall's going to like let him Mick think that she's going to fuck somebody else. And then Mick's going to get all pissed off and go off with his own girl. And Dennis Hopper's going to be mad. Wow. So Jerry, so he's, oh, so yeah. he's pissed. Yeah. And I ask you, like, do they shoot these music videos in one take sequentially? <laughs> no, they put a <laughs> lot of fucking effort into these things. Ooh. He's like Julian Temple, one of the greatest directors. I love him. Earth Girls are easy. Love it. Absolute yeah. beginners. Love it. Great rock and roll swindle, followed by Filth and the Fury. Don't later. love it. Don't love it. But it was his birth film, and that film was more about a piece of culture, right? Yeah, well, he didn't really have. I mean, there's so many outtakes from the great rock and roll swindle. They showed some in the Filth and the Fury that I feel like, you know, Malcolm McLaren said, I want you to go ahead and do it. And they said, All right. Is but Johnny all I Rotten have... still alive? Yeah, he is. He's wearing Donald Trump t shirts. He, he should take that footage and make it into a movie, round it out somehow. I wonder if that came. I mean, I've seen the official version of the great rock and roll swindle, I've seen bootlegs growing up. Uh-huh. You know, all my punk rock friends from like uh, the Glen Ridge, or no, the town after Verona. I had some Verona, Verona yeah, yeah, the other way, the other in way in New Jersey. I would, I would uh, hang out with them and we would listen to the soundtrack. I knew the soundtrack by heart before I saw the movie, the Great Rock and Roll Swindle. They used to Friggin have the all the Riggin, <laughs> like Duran Duran, yeah. Well, they had a so, so the, the, the movie itself is pretty crazy, but it feels like I don't know who edited it, who, who did it and all the only person really available was steve jones you know it's not uh-huh. right 
the, yeah. the drummer who had a brain. Yeah, yeah. I guess I don't know if he's wearing Donald Trump T-shirts now either. <laughs> it's very punk rock. Or uh... now, what's going to happen here is he's like, "Come on, girls, let's go party!" And you see, you know, Paul and him exchanging glances. You know, it's funny. I don't know. I kind of respect it a little bit, but I think it's kind of you know, make her a rich bitch and make him the angry husband. I don't know. It's like a little easy. It does, it, it does give a conflict. I mean, we were, we were propelled into a story thanks to this. Yes, but. we are. And, but, but also I res if it's, if there's any brains behind it, then I respect Mick because he's showing his relationship in this ugly light. It's probably fake, you know, it's probably, you know, so, yeah, I but, mean, what integrity to say, yeah, this is me life, a fucking bitch wife, fuck off. <laughs> and then he just, right he, but he also says, like, you, you, and you, come on, three souls, yeah. let's go. Right. Whip, whip, whip. Give me some tang. What it, I, I'm not, I'm not young. <laughs> I know terms he's getting. Oh, this is Rockstar. We're going to have a picture of Rockstar Carl. If you were a rock star, that's what <laughs> I was. Give me the tang. Oh, it's a tag. It's a tag. <laughs> You want me to go to the store and get you uh, tanged? Is orange okay? You stupid fucking idiot. It's a euphemism. <laughs> you ain't hip. You ain't hip. Uh, I want some pussy. Oh, you want the woman's vagina? No, her fucking cat. What is wrong with you? Oh, you idiot. Don't you know today's slang? <laughs> Don't you know the word? It's slang for cat. Pussy cat. Sort for pussy cat. Come here, pussy. I bet my pussy. Hey, so speaking of pussy, Nick Jagger's getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, so he winds up they're all in drag. They're all in drag, and they're robbing him. Yep. Yeah, I know the, the Brazilian tourist board was not happy with this film. <laughs> but just like in the in the uh, hot shot, hot shot, the the, bure, the the Brazilian, you know, they did not endorse what I'm doing here, sir. Do not get a bad impression of our city. He shows up to Brazil in that movie Hot Shot, and five minutes he gets robbed. And the guy's like, "Listen, I work for the tourist board, but I just need to provide for my family. Don't, don't tell people this is Brazil." Yeah, now, I love that joke. I, him, I remember that from the other one. Yeah, from Hot Shot, which yeah. was last. Oh, it was. It was so no, long it was, ago. It was back in March. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, way back, back in March. In March. Yeah, way back in March. No bearing on today's date. Do you think it's ironic that Mick got uh, thrown into a, ha a truck full of hams? <laughs> Such a ham. He's such a ham. Wrong in here. Okay, now look. They beat him up. They robbed him. They fought over the money, and then they fucking like really hurt him. Threw him in the back of a meat truck, and I was just driving off into oblivion. And then some weird thing's going to happen between the gentlemen ladies here. They're going to, I don't know, for some reason, they're going to kill this guy. Maybe it's an accident. Okay. Oh, so there's a murder now. Yes, there will be a murder. But why do they kill him or her? In today's well, they were world? fighting over money, right? And then they... Yes, uh... but they they were sort of reasonably splitting it up. And why would the... Anyway, that yeah, it's probably a dispute over money. Now they're taking the dead body with no to, uh, remorse or emotion. Right, to a car. On... Whose car is this? They walked over here. Did That's they right. park it there like they were going to rob Mick and then drive off? Nope. Nope. So they don't actually use the keys, right? They just push. They're going to push into – is there a yeah. lake nearby? 
Yeah, they're on. They're in Rio, so it's the water. It's oh, the, okay. You know. Yeah, I have plenty of. I've seen Fast and the Furious Five. I know there's like streets with oh, all the water. Listen, nearby. as you know, I did a lot of uh, you grew my up in Rio. master's degree. Yeah. Yeah. My well, I did some growing up in Rio actually, and then I went on to return from my master's. And uh, yeah, so uh, is it accurate as a native? <laughs> yes. What was I talking about? Okay, so poor Mick doesn't know what's going on, and it's like tomorrow, okay? And they put the dead body into a car and, like, pitched it in the water. And they put Mick Jagger's wallet in the body of the dress. Well, that's the, the like, we'll see. I didn't notice that they did or anything, you know? But, um, but, but that is what they will discover later. So they think he's dead. You know that. Right. You've seen this recently. Well, I I was like, kind of, this is like a weird pop culture moment where it was a big deal that Mick Jagger is doing a solo album. Yeah. And it, now it's like, all those guys always crank out every week. They have like, oh yeah, it's a blues album. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's my country. Yeah, I was doodling and I released an album. Oh, yeah, right. I think uh, now, Keith Richards just released an album. From my years in Rio, I do know Portuguese. And yes. uh, yeah, so they speak he, it there. He's saying, like, ho hum, what a day, unpacking meat at dawn, and I'm drinking. Then oh, he no. notices Mick. Oh, right. He's like, oh, this look, look what a ham. <laughs> yeah, what a ham. Oh, this is a prized ham. This is a fine ham. Just uh, have a night with you. Oh, oh exquisite ham. ham. <laughs> oh. It's a I gas, gas, gas. <laughs> 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 Jumping around like a monkey. He's... This guy, like, puts a ham on the fucking ground and then puts a Mick Jagger on top of him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He's sitting on the ham chair. It's his ham of thrones. Ham of thrones. My bead bag. It's my ham and bead bag. <laughs> ham and bead bag. Now, for some dumb reason, he unless he's delivered. Look, the doors are still open. Right. The guy also, like flees, leaving well, he, Nick there. He had it like well, he was supposed to deliver uh, pork to an abandoned gas station and he did no, see, that's the thing he pulled up to an abandoned gas station <laughs> opened the back slabbed the meat on the dirty ground oh. like on that concrete slab and then oh. his bath on it and then drove away oh now here's a director yeah he's like yeah. where is mick where is mick this looks a little bit like mick and then he's yelling how is jerry hall gonna get this thing on the plane oh little inside well here's jerry hall right now oh she's doing the jerk all i need is this i don't need anything <laughs> except for this table except for this Lamp. yeah no but the thing is unlike the jerk jerry hall really does not need the lamp so she launches it right that's rock star behavior right but you know in the movie you could hear like ah mm-hmm. when the lands so people right making a car crash yeah what a meanie. Well, I'm oh. waking up in the smelly. Oh, I've had enough hamming it up. What a <laughs> night. What a night. Oh, never oh. going to do it again. 
It smells rancid and it isn't Keith Richards. <laughs> That's right. What's that, what's that smell? Me old bandmates. No. <laughs> no, it's an actual piece of ham. It sounds like decaying ham in there. Is that you? No? Oh, you aptly described me, mate. A decaying ham. The Brian Jones, right? He died in a swimming pool. Yeah. He was in the Rolling Stones. Yeah, but or, he died in the like early '60s when they were young and hip and cool and the hottest uh, thing ever, and they really made headlines. It, like the Beatles had come along, and then people were like, "Well, what else is there besides the Beatles?" Right, the Rolling Stones came had, right. Yeah, they have. You know, there's some Rolling Stone movies. Have you ever seen uh, the Altamont documentary? Give me shelter. Yeah. Uh, yes, in my, in my life, like maybe yeah. when I was 15 or something. I saw that maybe in a movie theater, like in San Francisco, that no longer exists the theater, but I fell asleep and I woke up to a stabbing. Oh, I was, no. I just, I just kind of nodded off. I nodded off. And then when I woke up, there were like, there was this burly, uh, Hell's Angel guy. It was really gross. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Because I heard, like, you know, a guy got fatally stabbed there. Yeah, by their Altamont. Yeah. Altamont. And uh, it, it's on this film. What, didn't they do, like, Cocksuckers Blues, and that got, never got released or something? Like, there, was uh, some there is some story about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's leaving. I'm out of this movie. Well, the thing is, Mick sort of disappeared. But, like, she disappeared for, like, a day. Right. That's the album. She's the boss. She just ripped up the single. <laughs> She's the boss. What a f- that, that, that was light. The title, by the way. What's that? That was gonna be the title. Of the movie? I'm really glad it's not. It would be such a headache to search for the movie. Running out of luck is the song that's playing right now. We're kind of seeing another video. Basically, what it is is he was stranded in the middle of nowhere, so he started walking. So now, of course, he's he was lucky because he was somewhere, but now he's, he's running out of luck because he's <laughs> not. Yeah. Oh, the, what a contrast! He's in the desert, and she's getting dessert. <laughs> what a uh. great director! He was a junior director at this point, right? I mean, he had done music videos before. He has like an arm's length worth of music videos he did. Like, if you look at IMDb. Around his time, he did videos for everybody. I think he did a Duran Duran. I don't know. His movies are more fun, like Absolute Beginners. What a great fucking film. Well, David and Bowie. He it looked like I mean when he made that he was an absolute beginner. Yeah. Era. Now isn't his? Uh, I always think his daughter is an actor, and I can't tell if it's Juno Temple or if it's. Okay. Uh, I know what Temple. you're talking about. I have. Yeah. There's Jade Elizabeth Georgia May. Oh, that's, not, well, that's not who I'm thinking of. Okay, those are the three who are like of note, allegedly. Oh. Um, Jade Elizabeth and Georgia May. Okay. Uh, I should learn more about them. Be here. Eight children. Oh, he's going to have to hallucinate. You can't have a video where you're in the desert and you don't hallucinate. Oh, he's yeah, seen civilization. He is- the honest truth about what a mirage is is simply you think on the horizon you see water. That is what a mirage is when you're in you the don't, You don't see like a Coca-Cola vending machine, That's like right. a head. Now, what, that was all started by Warner Brothers with like Bugs Bunny and stuff. You would see a mirage, right? Right. That was the joke. It wasn't water, It was right? Or you would right. think 
see an oasis, like there's brownish green with watery sparks on the horizon. It's like fucking, you know, like fertile soil or something. Like, let's get over there. And it would, oh, well, it would be like, there's three women holding their arms up towards me. I'm going to go. And there's like cacti and he's all bruised. <laughs> <laughs> all poked. Oh, look, yeah, see, this is payphone. What? A payphone in the desert? No, it was a cacti. <laughs> Everything is a fucking cacti. <laughs> uh, look he like found your a luck, real phone. And it's but you're mean. running out of luck. This is literally, he's running out of luck. He's he found the phone. But it's, he's mad. He's so mad. Hey, Opa. 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 Hey, I want an ice cream. Ice cream, man. Make mine a 99. <laughs> hey. Over here. Poof. Poof. Damn it. Rat bastards. You know, he they offered him that part in Pirates of the Caribbean, and he turned it down. Next him or, you know, or Keith? Keith Richards was in it. Well, cool. I mean, that's like Johnny Depp basically doing Keith Richards for a Disney film, right? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the idea of it. Well, maybe a right or wrong, but... But I mean, they offered it to Mick first, and Mick said, "Yeah, yeah, no, I think he was always channeling uh, uh, the other Glimmer twins. We're the original Glimmer twins, Carl and I. Uh, 